0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we're still talking about knowing and being led by the Spirit. We have learned that Jesus sent his disciples and he told them that he was going to be with them. And being with them actually meant that he's coming to dwell in them. Praise God. And so now as believers, we know definitely that Jesus lives in, inside of us. Is that right? Jesus, the Father, lives in us. Jesus as the shepherd also lives in us. And then Jesus, the light gives us direction from within. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So he leads us from we, he leads us from we, he leads us from we, then when you hear the statement, uh, watch and wo- what, pray. Alright? It doesn't mean that, oh, be watching. <laughs> No, as he directs you from within, you watch. watch. Praise God. Are you getting the point? Uh huh. As he directs you from within, you watch. Is that okay? Yes. So you never watch until you are directed from within. Hello? Okay, we have also learned that the way we think we are led is wrong. What it is is that he becomes the follower and the follower, and we are rather in the lead. So we actually ask him to lead us where we are going. Mm. So you tell, I want to become a doctor. I want to become a doctor. And then you say, Lord, I pray lead me. Lead me. There's a scripture that where there is no vision. The people were, have you heard that scripture before? Okay. And so what it is is that everybody must have a vision. So you say, Charlie, you've got to get a vision. Your problem is you don't have a vision. No. Until God gives you the vision, he can lead you. That's why the B part says something. Happy is he that keeps the law. So he tells you that the vision he's talking about is not your vision. It must be his vision. Otherwise, you'll not be happy. So don't have your plans and say, I have my plans. Now you, lead me. No, it doesn't work like that. Don't forget that the Holy Spirit told us. Did he tell us that he won't do anything that will not glorify Jesus? Oh, hello? And he would only tell us the things Jesus wants us to know. Is that right? Oh, is that right? So would he tell you the things you want to know? So you see your mistake. The Holy Spirit is not to tell you the things you want to know. He will only tell you the things Jesus wants to know. So if Jesus has not asked you to do something, and you ask the Holy Spirit to lead you, he won't lead you. Because Jesus, or the Holy Spirit, does not serve your self-interest. There are so many things we attribute to the Holy Spirit that is not the Holy Spirit. You go to an unbeliever and he gives you a good advice. He says, oh, God used him. It's not true. Because the Holy Spirit does not lead an unbeliever. Forget about it. You see, we bring so many things into Scripture. That is not in Scripture. Who who told you that? The Holy Spirit dwells in believers. And he leads believers. And he leads them not by their own desires and will, but when they submit their desires to the Lord, by the Lord's desire in them, he leads them. Am I speaking to you? In John chapter one verse one to four, uh, verse fourteen, he says, "The Word became flesh, and dwelt amongst us. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what grace and all right." So Jesus came to Tabernacle. That's the word there, dwelt Tabernacle. In us. Hallelujah. He tabernacled in us. He tabernacled. Do you know tabernacle? In other words, He came to dwell. Resident. You are the residence of the Holy Ghost. And look at what He's full of. He's full of what? Oh, he's full of what? Grace and truth. He's full of what? Grace and truth. So everywhere he leads you is graceful and truthful. He will never lead you into a lie. That's why he will never lead you to yourself. Because that's what you are full of. Oh, hello? You are full of yourself. And yourself comes with a lot of lies. Oh, hello? But the reason why he dwelt in us so that he will give us a light in our dark places. Oh, praise God. Because when he leads us to ourselves, it will lead to destruction. There are so many things you actually ask for that would have led you to your own death. And if he's to lead you to that, you in the end kill yourself. Hmm. John seven thirty seven. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, "If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of the Holy Spirit." Once again, living in us, praise God. John chapter four verse ten. This is what the uh, this is what Rass- sang today. The woman at the well. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Praise God. The gift, the gift of God, the gift of God, the gift of God, the word gift of God is duro. The word gift is, is, is free. Something that is free, not worked for. Jesus is the gift of God for mankind. And he says, I'll give you that drink and you will never thirst again. It's it's living water. That is life to mankind. When the Holy Ghost lives in you, you have life. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are Praise God. Okay. All of these verses are to just emphasize that the Holy Spirit lives in you. Lives in. Lives in. Lives in. Say me. Alright, so now let's go. Now remember, he will lead us by words and watching. He will lead us by words and watching. We're going back to the scripture we started with. Let's all read it together. Go And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Next. Teaching them to observe. The word observe is by words. Okay? Instruction by words. Observe all things that I have commanded you. And what? Lo, watch. Behold. Watch. I am with you always. Even to the end of the age. Hallelujah. So the word observe, terio, it means instruction by words. And lo, the word orio, for sight, to what? To guard. In other words, something must not be lost. Alertness. That's what I've been talking about. You must always be alert. Listen, anybody who walks with God and you are careless with alertness, you will miss him. Because you don't walk with God with your flesh, you walk with God with your spirit. So your spirit must always be alert. Oh, praise God. Are you understanding me? Yes. Then you are connected. Every time you are walking, your mind are on things above. Praise God. And that's where he leads you. He leads you. Psalm 23 says what? The Lord is mine. Okay. I shall know what? Hey, you don't know this one too. The NLT says I have no need. And he says, he leads me in what? Trouble is coming. He will lead you beside what? Still. Not rough places. We worry ourselves. We want him to lead us to ourselves. And if you know what is there. And if you know the end of that thing. But if you allow him to lead you. He will lead you beside still waters. Do you know that David never lost a battle? Not one. Do you know Why? Because every battle David went, went to, he said, and David inquired of the Lord. And the Lord would tell him, use this. Go this way. Do it that way. He never lost one battle. He was the only king. Why? Because at every time there's a battle, he would ask the Lord, lead me. I'm sure the guy, he won once, twice, Try to see. oh, now I know all the tricks. <laughs> I don't need to ask him again. Hey, I know all the strategies. So, I'll go. But he knows that the battle is the Lord's. It is not his. If you know your life is not yours, you allow him to lead you. alertness somebody say alertness I'm going to give you a case study Luke chapter 10 verse 38 to 39 Luke chapter 10 38 to 39 it's a beautiful story let's already go now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house who welcomed Jesus okay good And she had a sister called Mary. Who also what? Okay. Somebody welcomed Jesus into her home. Another person sat at his feet. (laughs) We are seeing the same doors. Somebody welcomed Jesus to her home. The one who welcomed Jesus did not sit at Jesus' feet. The sister of the one who welcomed Jesus sat at Jesus' feet. Let the story unfold. Eeeh. Eeeh. But Martha was distracted with much serving. Did you see the word used? Anybody that is not doing what they are required to do, when they are to do it, are distracted. You may think what you are doing is so meaningful. But when you are doing it, when you are not required to do it, no matter how meaningful it is, no matter how important you think it is, it is distraction. And she approached him and said, Lord, Do you not care? that my sister has left me to serve alone. Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Mata, I like Jesus. He's sending across a message, is that right? Mata, Mata. You are worried and troubled about many things. I'm sorry if you can see yourself in this picture. You are worried and troubled about many things. When the shepherd is right before you, when the father is right before you, when the light is right before you, matter, you are still troubled and worried about many things. Next. Everybody go. But what? But what? One thing. You are worried and troubled about many, many things. But what is needed? One. Uh. And Mary has chosen that good path. Which will not be taken Away from her. Nobody can take it away from her. Nobody. When a person has alertness to the Spirit of the Lord and they always sit at the feet of Jesus, nobody can take anything away from them because they will come face to face always with grace and truth. He will always lead them into the light, they will never fall victim to darkness because he is their leader. That is the one thing, one thing that every believer needs. That's what Mary chose. One thing. Now, what does it mean when we say we're sitting at the feet? Check the keyword. She was sitting at Jesus' feet. Is that right? It is the short form of what? Learning. She became a student. Ready to be taught. Ready to be shown the way. And I said that anybody who is a believer and you want to be led by the Spirit, you are not your own self you know you are for him you are ready for him to teach you you are ready to learn of his ways he's not leading you to you where you want to go he's leading you to where he wants you to go you are flexible let me show you certain places that this scripture was uh, this word was used act 22:3, 3 go i'm indeed a jew born in tazos and what Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the, at the feet of who? Okay, at the feet of what? So he said, I am taught by what? Gamaliel, I sat at his feet. Taught according to the strictness of our father's law and was zealous toward God as you all are today. Are you getting the point? So he was just telling them what it means to sit at the feet. Okay, good, I was taught strictly. I was ready to learn. I was ready to absorb. I was alert every time my eyes was waiting. My ears are hearing. I want to see what he wants where he wants to take me. What is he saying? And I I, I became one of his best students. So the zeal you can see it came from him. He gave me direction. I learned from him. Look at the next. It says they learned what? All at their what? You know that. I think Acts 242 or something. When they laid everything at the apostles' feet to put everything under the apostles' word authority. So that was what Mary was doing. That was what Mary was doing. Sitting at Jesus' feet. Ah, he said, I relinquish my authority. And I take your authority. I honor you. What you say is final. I subject my, I don't, I don't have my own mind anymore. I don't have my own will anymore. You see what Jesus said? Not my will, but your will be done. And then I'm ready to learn. I don't know it. I don't know it all. I don't know it all. One thing is needed. One thing. Say one thing. thing. Ask them, do you have that one thing? So, what is he saying to Martha? Go. So do away with what? Please tell them. Listen to me. Listen, listen. Listen to me. You can never be talking to somebody whilst you are looking somewhere. else. And then you say, oh, Um, he said, I'm leading you. Um, I'm showing you And then you are looking somewhere. And then you are talking to another person. Would you get what they are telling you? Please, was Martha doing something good? Hello? Was she doing something good? So you see, you can give yourself that excuse. Every time. And I'm sure that's exactly what Martha was thinking about. I have brought Jesus to my house. So let me say, is that, is that what it? Aha. Uh-huh. No. But Jesus is sending us a message. That listen to me. <laughs> Any time I show up, allow me to lead you. Allow me to lead you. Don't by your own mind decide things you want to do. Allow me to lead you. Allow me to lead you. Even, listen, 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 listen. Even when somebody comes and says, the Lord said, I'm going to do this and that with you. If you walk with God, and you are led by God, you will know whether what they are saying is true. Number two, whether what they are saying is final. Because sometimes somebody can even tell you what God is telling you, but he just told you. But he didn't actually tell you what you must do. Oh, praise God. Amen. Now, a scenario. Apostle Paul, in Acts chapter 21, Bible said the daughters of Philip prophesied. So for those of you who say women should keep silent in the church, that's not the meaning. But hmm. the daughters of Philip were prophesying. So it's not true. That statement Paul said, Paul said women should keep silent in the church, is in a certain context was talking to wives <laughs> that anytime their husbands they they are with their husbands you understand in the church, they shouldn't make noise as if they are the head it has nothing to do with serving in church <laughs> okay so he showed you that women were prophesied so they prophesied and told, they told Apostle Paul what is going to happen to him in Jerusalem when he goes, he said, it will be bound. And then Agabus, another powerful prophet who was known. And, 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 and the prophet told Apostle Paul, took the belt. And then he actually wore the belt, you know. And then said, and then gave a symbol, you know, like the dramatic way. Say, where? The person going, the, uh, the person whose belt is this. This is how they are going to treat him when he goes to Jerusalem. Wow. The prophet has spoken. Apostle Paul, what would you do? Bible said they persuaded him not to go. But Apostle Paul resolved in his spirit that if he has to die for the cause of the gospel, he will still go. So he told you that they showed him the event of what is to happen. But it didn't mean that was the will of God. Not to go. So the fact that they showed you what is going to happen. Doesn't mean that don't go. You don't get it. They showed him the event. But it did not mean that was the will of God not to go. That the fact that he will be caught. He will be bound he will be imprisoned, doesn't mean God didn't want him to go. But that is what the prophets thought. That because they had seen that he will be bound. And he will be imprisoned, he shouldn't go. So they were persuading him not to go. So if Paul had listened to them, he would have been out of the will of God. Listen, this leading by the spirit is not a joke. If you yourself don't have that relationship with him, you'll be misled. In that same prison, Paul wrote about half of the epistles he wrote. In the same prison. In the same prison. In the same prison. So the fact that somebody comes and prophesies to you. And tells you something. Doesn't make it the will of God. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. You yourself must know. Daniel said it in Daniel eleven thirty-two: "Them that know their God, they shall be strong, and they shall do exploits." The word "knowing" there is the word "yada." Intimate relationship. Intimate. Intimate. So, Apostle Paul knew that Jesus is leading me. In this particular case, he's leading me to go and suffer for him. But for the prophet, he was seeing something that would take him out of suffering. So just like today's prophets, when you are suffering, you are out of the will of God. So every prophecy they give you is something that is taking you out of of, uh, suffering. Because most of us, truly, 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 we don't know him. We don't know him don't you know, listen to me. There are things he will lead us to to suffer for him. Yes. I'm sorry to disappoint you. But the point is, the reward. The reward. The reward is immeasurable. Oh, praise God. So, you see, the point is that he's been leading you. But the point is, you don't even know him to recognize what he's leading you to. Because for you, his leadership must lead you to what will make you always happy about what you yourself want to do, what you want to achieve. Are you here with me? Yes. That's why the devil easily, easily, he easily, I mean, these days, there. Yeah, he I've realized that, listen, most of the people, listen, 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 listen. Most of the people truly that we think are leading our fathers, uh, they are children. Listen to me. L- listen, because, listen, we are easily trapped with material things. Do you know how you, ca- you can get a child? Is, it, it, uh, yes. You see, the moment you show something to a child, and they've been asking their mother all this time, and mommy never gave it to them, and you show it to them, you can take them. Oh, are you here with me? Yes. yes. Because, listen, these days, any time you come to church, you want to hear something about your material stuff? For oh, listen! The moment the prophet calls you, contract a pie, visa a pie. Meanwhile, the visa you are getting is leading to you to a place that will take you away from Jesus. You, you see, so so we are easily, easily, easily. He just lets us, puts the toughest on on under on on this thing, and we come running for it, running for it, running. We run. <laughs> I, I, I was, I mean, I've been pondering about some of these things. That if somebody said, Me, 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 my family, and I, we would never, ever be poor again. Apostle Paul would never have thought of this. For what? No, no, wait, for what? Uh, uh, No, for what? Because everything about him was about the gospel. That if he has to die for the gospel to live, he will die. It has nothing to do with living material things for your children. It has nothing. That's not the gospel. That's not the life of the believer. No. It has nothing. It it has nothing. 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 If you have to sleep today without eating. Because of the gospel, you say God has deserted you. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes, you say God has deserted you. You oh you say oh nyami wa Ah nyami. Yes. I told you about. I, when I mean, when I was in school, one of the this I, it was so remarkable. One of the Wesley guys, I've forgotten whether it was Charles or John, either Charles or John, one of them, and a thief came to steal. Came to steal from him. Watch this. When he caught the thief, he said, "Is that all you need?" Is that all you need? Take all you need, because I know you need it. And then he shared the gospel to him. And the thief got born again. (laughs) Today's pastor. or believer It was John Wesley. Okay. It was John Wesley? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, I get you. So, rather they'll pray for the person to die. So he said, Die, die. (laughs) Or, angel, an angel should torment him to bring the money. (laughs) Listen, we have exchanged. Do you know what? When Jesus said, You cannot serve God, and Mammon, he knew what he was saying. He knew what he was saying. He knew. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He knew. Because we have exchanged him for money. These days, when you say somebody is valuable, you say he's worth, then you call the millions of dollars. I'm sorry. Before God, I'm so sorry. We are sick in our minds. That's, that's where we have gotten to. So, the worth of people these days is how much money. That's how low we have come. Yeah. That's how his worth. His worth. Do you know my worth? God became man Mm. to die for me. And now I live in the image and in the likeness of God. And I have dominion over the things you are calling are my worth. Students here, listen to me very carefully. Don't allow Anybody to make you feel that you have to do everything and anything to get a certificate. Because your worth is more than a certificate. Study. Yes. But never ever think that that is your worth. You are more valuable than anything. I'll finish next week.